Hi, this is Mark Wiltshire. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Explore Finland radio show. Uh, this week is the first of a two-part mini-series, I guess, uh, where I speak to Juha Koivisto, who's the former promoter of the Provincy Rock Festival here in Seinjoki. Um We obviously spend a bit of time this week talking about that and also talking about the Finnish domestic music scene. And then in the following episode in this series, we get to talk about some of the other festivals in Etelä Pohjanmaa and, and a bit further beyond around, around the rest of Finland. So let me now head over to the interview when I caught up with Juha back in the summer of 2015. Okay, today we're talking about festivals. And of course, there are festivals in, in many different countries. Um, we're going to focus specifically on the festival scene in Finland. I'm joined today by Juha Koivisto, and his email signature says, Promoter Agent. That's it. So I think that Juha is the perfect person to talk to about festivals in Finland. Juha, thanks for joining us today. Oh yeah, thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Uh, maybe you can just explain a little bit about your your resume, what you've what you've done in the in the festival scene in Finland. Oh, if I start with my personal history, you know, I was myself a festival fan in my childhood. I did started to go festivals when I was like 16 years old, and even that first summer when I started to go to festivals, I went to Roskilde in Denmark, and. I think that did change my life. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it did. That's one of the big, one of the big sort of European festivals to start with. Yeah, yeah. It was that kind of experiment for me to see that kind of international festival. That <coughs> my life hasn't been the same since that day. Yeah, I think we all have a moment where something changes for us in music. For me, it was when some. I was on holiday one summer, 1990. And a, a, a guy that I met on holiday gave me a, a, a C90 tape. And on this tape was the Stone Roses' first album. And for me, that was the, that was the moment. Maybe that was my Roskilde moment. Yeah. It was like 84, actually. And on the same summer, I did visit first time Province Rock Festival. And in a way, I was a certain kind of music fan. I did listen to lots of punk bands, post-punk bands in my childhood. Joy Division, Birthday Party, Killing Show, Bauhaus, that kind of stuff. And I was a certain kind of music fan myself. And there was lots of interesting Finnish acts as well on those days, like Sielun Veljet. And music was important part of my, my teenage years, I could say. And in a way, I think festivals did express me like freedom and being away from home, trying to be independent and that kind of stuff. And in a way, one thing did go to other thing, and I did became a member of both of Live Music Associations. Association, like when I was 18, 19 years old, a couple of years later on, and uh, on that way I was in a 
they part of the organization which did organize Promise Rock Festival. And so you started there quite young. Oh yeah, that's true, and maybe even too young. And I, I don't know, was it my fault or not? But after two years, that organization did go to liquidation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, for certain reasons, actually, there was quite rainy summers, and you yeah. know, there was one quite unlucky turns of tide with bookings, last minute cancellations, and that kind of stuff, mm. and also recession did quite hard in Finland on, in late 80s actually and in a way when the festival did go to liquidation I was one of the founding members of the new association which did starting to organize the festival since 93 actually so that was in that was province rock in in Seinioki. and did, yeah. did the festival take a break because no, of no. this the last festival with the old organization was like 92 and the first festival which was organized by the new association was 93. Okay, okay. But it did start quite slowly to grow again. 93 was quite small festival with smaller budget than it used to be and smaller number of attendees but in a way it started to grow a bit and we were quite lucky with 95 actually we did manage to go quite hot acts like dancing and fate no more Moby, serial crow and lineup was really nice one and we did make some money on 95 it's quite uh, over the years it's been quite a mixture some sometimes it's quite a heavy lineup other years it's more of a uh, more poppy sort of oh, yeah. lineup, and maybe that's why in the last few years it's, it's, beca- it's become no more as provincey rather than provincey rock to try and take away the focus, take the focus away from it being a rock festival, more of a general festival. Oh yeah, and in a way the old provincey rock organisation did try to avoid putting metal acts. Right. Okay. And more or less they did have world music and that kind of stuff. They were doing cooperation with women organization okay. as well and lots of that kind of stuff which oh in a way because it was an association I think you know was really idealistic point of view even what it caused booking certain acts but in a way metal music was uh, I think thought that it was B class of music in a way 80s and maybe even in the 90s but of course heavy rock has always been quite popular in Finland so when we started that new association in 92 there was uh, certain similar kind of persons compared to me and we were like punk rock kids and we did like to book certain heavy heavier stuff festival and even punk rock bands and yeah, no, I think it was really a change in artistically as well uh, my, I, I personally I don't really like very heavy metal it just doesn't work for me but I do 
understand that there's a big market for it here. And if you have a variety of bands in different genres over one weekend, there are four stages at Provincy. There's enough room and enough time for everybody to, to have some music that they want to listen to. Oh, yeah, and we have some skate punk bands like Bad Release in 93 and 95 and that kind of stuff. And that kind of punk music was quite popular in those days. And in the other festivals, we didn't put those kind of acts. So we did have certain kind of market over yes. there on those days. And it was really a classical one to have like Danzig playing on 95 because I think they didn't have been in Finland before and that was really a huge thing for certain fans and I can recall that on those days we did get phone calls to festivals, festival office to springtime because Glenn Danzig did have a certain kind of reputation and people were quite certain that He's going to cancel anyway. Is he really coming to the festival? Is that true? Are you just kidding us? Something like that. But uh, afterwards, I think many people think that it was one of the best gigs in the lifetime they have had because it was a really interesting momentum when Glenn Danzig did hit the stage. Saturday Eve of the festival because it was really a beautiful summer day. But when Glenn Danzig did hit the stage, you know, it started to rain. <laughs> and after the kick, <laughs> sun did start to shine again. Like some kind of special, na- natural oh, yeah. special effects. <laughs> it was really, really something that was kind of miracle. <laughs> and uh, the last couple of years... The festivals that gone ahead last year. It was it was just a two day festival. I guess things things were a bit tough, uh, although there were some good international bands coming to play. Yeah. Um, then then last year after after last summer's festival, there's been a change in the the organisation of Provincy. Well, before we move on to other yeah. festivals, maybe you can just explain what's happened there and the effect that that you've seen this year. Oh yeah, you know. Well, it has always been like up and downs with festivals. Sure. Sometimes you do succeed economically, sometimes not. And in a way, the markets has been changing quite rapidly in Europe. And bigger organizations have take place. And, you know, it seems to be that you need to be part of the international ring of festivals in some way to be able to settle uh, bookings and we were quite unlucky two years with bookings and you know the attendees did go down and we did have some talks that we have to make certain kind of move to secure the future of the mm. festival and in a way the major stake of the festival was sold to German company called FKB Scorpio which has lots of festivals in Germany some festivals in Scandinavia, a couple of festivals in Denmark, a couple of festivals in Sweden and so so. And pretty much at the same time seems to be that the artist fees has gone up so right. heavily yeah. in recent years that you have to have quite deep pockets to manage the fest- 
finance the festival nowadays. I guess that's the, the effect of people not paying for music so much nowadays. You know, first it was piracy, then it was music streaming, and the artists make their money oh. touring now rather than selling records. There might be a couple of different reasons, I think. Maybe there's just too many festivals nowadays in Europe and the competition is getting too heavy. Yeah, okay. And even it goes to Finland. There's much more festival than it used to be like 90s. There was just a couple of major festivals in 90s and nowadays it seems to be that there's multiple festivals in every weekend. So there's lots of competition and you can say that markets might be a little bit like oversaturated nowadays. And at the same time <coughs> artists are not doing so much money making records and they have to compensate it trying to get more money from live bookings yeah, and yeah. that's one of the reasons the artist fees has gone up and somebody is even saying that there is nowadays generally lack of headliners there isn't so many new acts coming which can headline internationally so well that's interesting as well and because the, the acts this year at Provincy, and then this, this is the reason why um, Provincy this year is running from Wednesday to Saturday. Yeah. Which for me is interesting because I'm working Thursday and Friday, but I'm still going to the festival Wednesday and Thursday evening. So this is going to be a challenge how I manage my um, refreshments while I'm at the festival those two, those two days. But this is why it's running on those yeah, days. I'm, yeah, because the only way to get certain huge headliners to Finland is to try to also use weekdays, actually. And the headliners this year are kind of established, well-established oh, acts, yeah. you know, Faith No More and Calvin Harris and... News and yeah. Dead Mouse and that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, these are all people that have been going, you know, 10 years or so, so they're, they're sort of well-established well as, as, as bands and, and yeah. as headliners. And I think at the same time, the audience is a little bit like fragmented nowadays. Uh, certain younger people are listening more or less like, you know, electro, techno kind of stuff. And in a way, the older people are listening older acts like, you know, news and fate no more. So it's really much harder to try to program the festival because there is like four or five, six different types of audience you have to be able to cater. Yeah, and it seems that it seems that this year that the province has got those rock and metal bands, it's got its um, dance or EDM acts, if you like, and it's also got the kind of folky country pop bands as well that are that are still important. And, and, and popular. in Finland, you have to have top Finnish acts as well. There you go. That's the other. That's the other group that's that's well represented. And in a way, because the festival is held in a small town in countryside, you have to also cater for so-called rednecks <laughs> in the audience. So I, I, you know, I think that I mean that's true. You know, the the, the Finnish, the Finnish music is is popular, and it's what you hear on the radio here. I mean. You could say that the radio over here is not as good as it as it could be, but there's an audience for that, and that's that's fine. Let's okay. cater for everyone at one festival. That's Why not? something which is quite typical in Finland. That you know, 
recorded markets, you know, I think it's dominated by Finnish artists nowadays and has been like that like past five years. And there can be mid-sized festival which can have all Finnish lineup and do quite good business in that way. So yeah, it's interesting. Which which ones are you thinking of with that kind of that kind of lineup? Oh, all the midsummer parties tend to have more or less yeah, like okay. Finnish lineups, and there are like these kind of new town city festivals like you know in Seinäjoki is Vauhtiajot Race and Rock yes. Festival, yeah. which has got just Finnish lineup, and I think there is lots of similar kind of happenings nowadays in Finland. Which are more or less like city festivals, which are held in in middle of the town with no camping possibilities. Yeah. But older people can enter those events quite easily. And they're seeing the music. They're seeing the artists that they hear on the radio. They also see on TV. In the in the talent shows and other other music shows, I'm thinking of Vine Elema, which yeah, I think yeah, is a it's a fantastic yeah. format. I don't I don't appreciate it as much as my wife does because I don't know all of these artists, I don't know the songs. But I think as an idea, locking these artists away in a cabin and getting them to play each other's music is a is a really nice format. And then those artists go on onto the festivals, and everyone wants to go and see them. And that's that's it a seems good. To be that you have to be on TV, so to be a huge artist in Finland nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. And many Finnish artists have succeeded quite big doing a good TV. So that's true. And and someone like Michael Monroe is just keeping his his domestic career going year after year by by being a judge on uh, The Voice. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And maybe the best example is this uh, hip-hop artist called Cheek, which was able to sold out two stadiums last summer and being part of that Wine Elama TV show. Yes, yeah, that's true. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, and that's, that's impressive to, to sell out to, to stadiums anywhere. That but to do it in this... happened never, ever before in Finland. That's something which is really, really remarkable. And it's rap, not rock, yeah. as well, which is also quite quite an interesting thing, as you said, talking maybe to a younger generation and appealing to that that generation. So let, let's move away from from Seinäjoki and Provinci. I think that's a that's a really nice sort of um, explanation of what's happened in 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 here with that festival. Juha, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for um, inviting me. It was a pleasure. You're, you're, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you again. Okay, thanks again to Juha for taking the time to talk to me about the important role he played in the Provincy Rock Festival for all those years. I just wanted to take a few moments to say thank you to a few people who have started following me through my WordPress website. It's one of the, the different ways that you can keep up to date with uh, the Explore Finland radio show when you're not listening to the podcast. So in, in recent recent weeks and months, um, Osario456, Real Mark Landry, Ibn Mary, Dali Dali, Ian Smith and Dr. Joseph Suglia, all of them have visited the explorefinlandpodcast.com 
Uh, when you're on there, you can click a, a small button to follow the show and you will be updated every time I publish something. That could be a new episode or it could be uh, an occasional journal post or, or anything else that I share on the website. So if you want to keep up to date that way, then, then please do. Of course, outside of the website, there's social media. So Facebook, Google+, Twitter, Instagram, you'll find me on there. If you search for Explore Finland, I'm, I'm sure you'll, you'll find me quite easily. Um, remember to head over to iTunes or Stitcher Radio, wherever you're listening to this show, and to subscribe, to rate and review the show. All of this will help me reach out to a, a bigger audience. And that's, and that's it until, until next week when we continue the conversation with Juha uh, about some of the other festivals in Finland. Um, thanks for listening and I'll see you again next time. Bye bye.